Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. What'll it be? Whiskey. What about you? Uh, vodka martini on the rocks with a twist of lemon. Very dry, please. Just give him whiskey. He's new in town. You gotta get into the feel of the thing. I feel silly. Why? It's like a joke. It's not a joke, it's an amusement park. It's the best amusement park in the world. All you have to do is have fun. Some pretty rough looking customers here. How many of them are uh... guests like us? Who knows? That's the beauty of this place. It doesn't matter. It may look rough. It's still just a resort. There's no way to get hurt here. Just enjoy yourself. Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week, we reviewed the film that acted as a proof of concept for amusement park gone wrong movies that stars Josh Brolin's dad, some guy they hired two days before filming, and Yul Brynner reprising his brooding men in black role. It's 1973's Westworld. But first, he's the guy who's been to the park before and dragged my guy along for a return trip. It's James. How are you doing, James? The whores are amazing. It's the only really reason to go, which, by the way, uh, Roman world, probably more of my speed. Just, you know, all the orgies. I agree. And he's the meek little guy who's afraid of his own reflection, but will become the law in this town. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Respect my authority. <laughs> no, Dick Van Patten, I will not. You can't even open the door to the sheriff's department. All right, James, what's happening around CBC this week? It was humid uh, that day. Around CBC this week? Um Nothing. It has, it's the status quo. We have eyes forward March uh, doing their thing in the military. They've got their eyes forward and they're marching. Are they, mar- are they marching? Yeah, yeah they are. Okay. They're, they're marching in, in a forward direction. Um, uh, simply Stogies is retreating, wouldn't it? Smoking cigar. What? Well, if you're not marching forward, you're retreating. I said they're marching forward. In I know. A, I said they're marching in a forward direction is what I said. Yeah. Never mind. I don't understand. I don't understand what you were trying to say. I don't uh, You never do. Nobody does, Rob. I'm not sure why you're here. Uh, I was smoking cigars this week. Uh, Canadians Contracts. are, as they're still in Canada. Rob's still an idiot. Um, and that's all that's going on in, uh, around, uh, around CBC. Perfect. Rob, you got any news for us this week? I do. Uh, I had time to find some news before I went 
camping. You mean you took a shit while you were camping and you read the news? Uh, actually, no, I didn't shit while I was camping. How long were you camping this, for? This is much more information about your bowel movements than I want. What's the news? No, no, oh. wait, wait, wait. I want to explore this for just a minute. Oh, how, how, how long were you camping, Rob? It was just a day. Um, we just did wait, a little day hike. So you, so you took 24 hours to not shit? Well, yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't understand. You're in the woods, right? That's where you hiked? Yeah. You know more than bears can shit in the woods, right? Right. Yeah, but I didn't need to. Did you not eat the day before? Um, moving on. So, um, in uh, if if for those of you that watch uh, the Flash on uh, CW, nobody does. Why does anybody still watch that show? Why are you talking about this? Uh, because it's important. Uh, for who? those that watch, shut the hell up. Somebody mute him. Um, <laughs> If you watched the CW, uh, the Flash, and all that kind of fun stuff, uh, they had a crossover event last year called Crisis on Infinite Earths. Blah blah blah. They convinced or they condensed everything down into one um, into one universe. Uh, but there was a cool little cameo in that Ezra Miller showed up as the Flash from the DCEU during the show. Um, so there are reports out there that the favor is going to be returned the other direction uh, during the Flash movie, and that uh, Grant Gustin, uh, who plays the Flash on CW, will have a cameo in uh, the DCEU Flash at some point in time. Uh, so that'll be kind of interesting, uh, especially since, um, uh, you know, in the Snyderverse, he's just Barry Allen. He's not the Flash. Um, he doesn't even hear the flash except for during the CW's crisis event. Um, and so it's kind of a nod to, Hey, this is how I'm getting my, you know, I heard the superhero name from a different universe type of deal. So that's kind of interesting. No, it's not uh, interesting at all. And I'll tell you why they've already fucked this up. They fucked the whole universe up. This whole multiverse oh, yeah. thing is shit. I hate it. They should have just cast Grant, uh, Gustin's that's fucking name. I don't even know the kid from Glee. Uh, uh, as on Flash Glee. in the movie, yeah, he was. was he? he was a he was a guest on Glee. My I know because my wife knows, and she's like, oh, he was on Glee, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. But it stuck in my head, and it probably pushed something at, uh, that was per- pretty important out. See, it's just like a, a guest star on an I episode think, or two I, of Glee. Yeah, I don't know. I don't look. At, I don't know. Fuck. I don't do research on the fly. Uh, we have established this. I no, do not. Apparently, uh, he was on seven episodes. There he you had go. a recurring See? role. What I'm, was I'm, what ah. was his character? Sebastian Smythe. I don't know. Um. Wait. 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 Did 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 you watch Glee? Yes, I watched Glee with my wife I back did. in the day. Wait. Wait. I did wait. Too. No, don't say but not we, with my wife. <laughs> all right. Now we have a bigger problem. I'm, I'm okay with you. <laughs> Watching it with your wife, Jace, like that makes sense. Like, I want to get laid. I'll watch this stupid shitty show. Rob, why did you watch Glee? Because I wanted to. And moving on. So yeah. <laughs> what else you got, Rob? Uh well, since we've I mentioned Zack Snyder, let's just uh throw some more Zack Snyder news in there. Uh Army of the Dead, uh, they uh released a trailer. Um it looks pretty cool. Uh, especially the zombie tiger. 
Zombie tiger. In, okay. Yes, there's a there is a zombie tiger in the uh, in the official trailer. Uh, Army of the a, Dead. Here's what? the question everybody wants to know, Rob. Yes. Is there a zombie tiger king? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> My guess, is that bitch so it was a white tiger. Carol so I'm thinking Baskin's it, no, responsible I think it's a, for the uh, zombie apocalypse. I, I think it's one of the Siegfried and Roy tigers. Because oh. it was a white tiger. Okay. That a little is that too soon? I don't know. I don't know what the hell you're referring to. Siegfried and Roy had tigers. Mm-hmm. One of them got, got mauled by, by one of their tigers. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah I don't died. care. I mean, I mean, if you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Yes. So. Exactly. What else you got, Rob? Uh, Army of the Dead is coming out on May 14th uh, in theaters, and then it'll be on Netflix in uh, on May 21st. So that's I'm interested in that. That looks pretty cool. Is are zombies considered sci-fi? Mm, depends on how they became zombies. Depend. What if they're smart zombies? Because it looks like they're smart zombies, and they have like an entire like zombie social structure thing going on. Again, it depends on how they became zombies. So something like twenty-eight days later, twenty-eight <laughs> weeks later, that would be considered sci-fi. Well, how how else do they become zombies if it's not like uh, some sort of uh, virus or something like that. I don't know, Rob. It just depends on, I guess, how you write the story. I'm not going to come up with every plausible or unplausible explanation of how things, how zombies are created. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, but these, these are your, these are Why your are rules. You? So we need to figure out uh, these no, rules really so don't. we know just, whether or not uh, to do this. No, just move on. Just next. I'm putting it on the list. Uh, nobody regardless. wants to. No, don't put it on the list. I'm I'm it on it. The list. I won't watch it. I won't watch it. I won't watch it. You will if you choose the number. I won't watch it if I choose the number or I hit stop. I won't, I won't choose it. Uh, Jesus, Jesus, you're both pretty. Let's move on. Won't do it <laughs> if I fly. Uh, last thing I've got is there are reports out there that Carl Urban is uh, being eyeballed for Wolverine. I'm all right with uh, that. Yeah, I'm not they were, sure how they were I looking, feel about that. Their original uh, person was uh, Taryn Egerton uh, from Kingsman. Yeah, who? Uh, uh, Taryn Egerton from yeah. Kingsman. No, I heard you the first time. I I was asking who because you've who? never seen Kingsman. No, good. Movie. He also played uh, Elton John in the Elton John he biopic. El- he probably yeah, okay. knows well, him from that. I, I'm yeah, all in on. Knows. I'm all in on uh, Bones. Why? Because he played Elton John in an Elton John biopic. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. That's he also played Robin of Locksley. Wait, wait, wait. Can you picture Elton John as Wolverine? Well, yeah. I mean, given enough dye and makeup, yeah. I mean, so Edgerton is actually probably closer to the height of the comic book Wolverine than either. He's he's shorter. Yeah. um, Yeah. Either Carl Urban or, uh, oh my God. Hugh Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Let me help you. Hugh Jackman Jackman was what? Like, he's like like 6'2. Yeah, I don't care. I I don't care. They. Look, they take liberties all the time with these superhero movies. I don't care. And honestly, if I'm being 100% honest with everybody that's listening to this podcast, I may or may not have a man crush on Carl fucking Urban, okay? <laughs> I want He's a really out. good actor. I want to bro out with Carl Urban. He is a great actor. He could do he does everything from Bones to uh uh what was the uh Judge Dredd to fucking The Boys like he just he does everything. He's a wide range. He seems like a cool guy. I want to sit down, smoke a cigar, and fucking drink a pint with this motherfucker. So Carl Urban, if you ever somehow listen to this episode, 
Like, come on, man, let's hang the fuck out. Just, I, d- I don't know that he's brooding enough to be Logan. I don't know that oh, he's I got that. He oh, be. Judge Dredd. Come on. I haven't seen Judge Dredd, he... so. Oh, I mean, that's well, nothing. If, don't but watch brooding. Judge Dredd. Just watch Dredd. Yeah, whatever Judge, the fuck. Judge the Dredd is. He played Judge Stallone. Dredd. That's who yeah. he played. Yeah, I haven't that, seen like, the new Judge Dredd movie. It's not you probably good. don't want to. You'll probably uh, get a little upset about the slow mo, uh, yeah. uh, yeah. the slow mo uh, fighting yeah. or falling from the. Like I'm, I'm hoping you got upset about the slow mo in the movie we're watching today. What did we watch today? Really good job. <laughs> let's go. Pod Who's crawl? ready for a pod crawl? Yes, please. All right, please. let's yeah. do it. We can call it. I don't know. Say a pod. Crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Let me regale you with the story of Roland, the banker who would become king. He was a simple man with simple tastes. He enjoyed amusement parks, so when a new amusement park opened where you could live out your fantasy of Roman hedonism, European gluttony, or Wild West whiskey killing, Roland, being a man of action, chose Murder World over Orgy World, or Buffet World. Roland was quick on the draw, even outdrawing his own reflection. Roland was an opportunist, a holdover from his banking days. When a couple of outlaws shot the local sheriff, he seized the moment, and took up the mantle. But it was when a lone gunslinger rampaged his town searching for a skinny outlaw that kept shooting him, he was determined that things had to change. He united the three realms, terraforming the desert with the lush plant life and ample bosoms from the Roman realm, and combined it with the rich architecture and majesty from the Disney realm to create the oxygen-rich fantasy land of Druidia. Sheriff Roland proclaimed himself king, and with his army of murder, sex and chef bots, soon took Druidia planet-wide. That king would have a daughter, and that daughter would endanger the world. Oh, but she hot. would be rescued by a man and his mog in a sex of ego, and they all lived happily ever after. The end. <laughs> the moral of the story is, don't let robots have sex, because they will spread the coronamidia and roll robots going ape shit on the park guests. Credits. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going wow. to give you mad props for this. You said that the, the, the pod crawl was probably not that great. That's pretty clever how you uh, were Dick Van Patten. <laughs> to be like the the star of the pod crawl, even though he was not the star of this movie, and the pod crawl was the was more entertaining than the ending of this movie. It was, yeah. The ending of this movie fell a little flat, kind of literally. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I, so it's been a long time since I've seen uh, Westworld. I think I was probably. In my early 20s, whenever I saw it the first time, and if that's the case... Did it just come out? <laughs> and if that's the case, it's probably why I don't remember <laughs> some parts of this movie. Um, but I do remember liking it somewhat, um, and I, I, I still kind of like it. It's, it yeah. it's decently paced. I mean, for the subject matter that they're um, that they're exploring, which are robots in an amusement park um, and the technologies that they had at the time to shoot this film. I thought it did pretty good in, in terms of most of the special effects. Some of the, the special effects didn't, didn't really translate well. Um, but yeah, the, the ending kind of fell flat. I think it was, I think it was probably a movie ahead of its time. And I think that's probably why they revisited this whenever they did Jurassic Park. Yeah, I would 
I would say that this is this movie was ahead of its time. Probably the book wasn't it based on a book? Um, I don't it's know. Not no, Crichton. this one. So yeah, this one was written and directed by Michael Crichton, but I don't think this I one think it was, was just an idea. Yeah, I don't think this one was based on one of his books. I think this well, one was straight to movie. Yeah, I, you do I, a little I, research I, on the fly. Go do that research on the fly while I, while I explain why the robots went insane and while the Chronomedia is a plausible explanation like don't have sex with with robots um I, I honestly think that it's just because their computers they were using uh will now fit in our pocket and so you think in fact think i think what's in our pocket were... yeah well i mean look at did you see the whole room full of computers it, it yeah. got to be like 100 degrees in that room when they turned the power off and for whatever reason, they couldn't turn the power back on. That didn't and for whatever reason, they didn't have air vents. Right. Yeah, that, that was one of the things. Yeah, that's one of my quabbles with this movie. But yeah, let's let's keep going. Yeah. So uh, I, I think that was it. I think that's the reason they just faulty computers. Those things were not made to last forever. They were big, bulky. Uh, they had the buttons and not. Uh, yeah, just uh, it was not. That's why. Those computers suck. Uh, you had more computing power in an Atari twenty six hundred than you did in that entire room. No, that's not true. So the the twenty six hundred chip wasn't as much computing power as you had in that room. Now, A Commodore sixty four, fine. <laughs> now the the TI-82. phone that you have in your pocket is <laughs> multiple calculator. times the computer power that you've got in that in that room at this point. But those mainframes are were built to last. I mean, we're we're still using some of those fucking sixties and seventies eras mainframes today, in in some businesses and, and governmental institutions, just because there's software that you know really only works on those. Now they're they're being phased out, but I'm, I'm sure there's still some out there today that are still being used. Now this was a straight to straight to film. He didn't base this okay. off of one of his novels. Well, no, but my, my point, my point to the computer thing is, yeah, they might still like, they may have been built to last and whatnot, but they weren't built to run a trillion robots at the same fucking time. Like, no, no, you, that, that was a stretch. Yeah. You even think our, it, like our, our, what's in our pocket couldn't do that. Even like the most supercomputer that we have today would not be able to run as many robots as they did there. Probably safely. In my opinion, I don't think you just let AI run amok. And that's essentially what they did here. Is they are like, "Hey, we made AI. Now we're going to let it do whatever the fuck it wants." Yeah, and that that's one of the the things that this movie ex- explores is what happens when AI starts to go awry and the ethical implications of that. And they really did the, the incorrect thing here is they they kept the the robots online um, instead of taking them offline uh, whenever you know anomalies started happening, especially when the anomalies started happening more and more frequently. Well, I like how that, well, they were going to take it offline. Yeah, for they were like just a month. waiting and they're, yeah, they were waiting for the, the, the current, current guest to, to leave. Through. Yeah. But yeah. something like that, yeah. you, you just say, Hey, sorry, nah, we're going to refund some of your money. And nah, we're going to, to be fair, to be fair, this was pre old lady spilled uh, McDonald's hot coffee. <laughs> So we weren't quite as litigious uh, in the 70s as we are now. True, true. Yeah, they were really concerned, though, when uh, when one of them got a snake bite, you know. They were like, 
oh no this can't happen so apparently that scene they actually used a live fucking rattlesnake and attached it to john or james brolin's arm really yeah he swung it around yeah and he was just like fuck see all right look i'm just gonna i'm gonna say this it's not it's not gonna be politically uh correct i don't give a shit but that was when men were men I don't give a fuck. <laughs> put a fucking snake on my arm. I don't give a shit today. Can you imagine an actor going, yeah, put it on my fucking arm. I'm a man. No. No, they wouldn't. No, that's like, fucking crazy. Can't you, can't you CGI that? That is fucking. I would not. Even back then when men were supposedly men, I wouldn't let somebody put a fucking rattlesnake on my arm. That's insane. I mean, okay. he had he had padding. He had leather and, and cotton padding around his arm but the the bottom teeth of that snake still bit through and he got injured no bring it let me bring do it. it okay yeah, I'll, I'll do it we'll, we'll we'll get something figured out we'll we'll get a milked I've rattlesnake and we'll uh, i've eaten i've eaten rattlesnake well, so have i but that doesn't mean i'm gonna have one attached to my fucking arm i it's only fair if you eat an animal you give it a chance to eat you as well <laughs> really yeah when was the last well, time you had a cow try to eat you have you well all they do is like try to lick you to death. I'm like, oh, oh you're I don't friend. want to cows know how stupid. you know that cows are stupid. Like animals are dumb. There's like, there's a reason. There's a reason I don't eat tiger or lion or bear, anything that's oh larger than I am. And that could eat me and, you know, rip me to shreds. I don't eat, but like the dumb, smaller animals, yeah, you know, or even the big, dumber animals. Fuck it. I'll eat them. I don't give a shit. Why we're the apex predator? Because we 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 know what we can hunt and what we can't. <laughs> so I think I want to totally see a cow try to eat you. I want to, I want to let a chicken try and eat you too. We're just gonna get a bunch of barnyard <laughs> animals and a rattlesnake, and we're just gonna start having them try and eat you. I think that's a different movie. Is that uh, <laughs> is is that gonna be a new thing? Instead of story, story time with Crowley. Yeah, story time with Crowley. It's what pretty, happens when? Yeah. I like it. I like where your head's at. Yeah. This week, we throw him in with a sloth. It'll take a while. <laughs> Crowley versus sloth. I'll yes. smoke a cigar while it takes its time to try to get to me. So I think yeah. uh, I think what's his face was way overthinking the gun belt. Which oh, let let's ask this question: Which world would y'all go to, James? I think I know which world you would go to. Oh yeah, the Roman world. I want the fucking orgies. That's all I want. <laughs> Binge and yeah. purge. Give me the orgies. Why the yeah. fuck am I? Look, if I wanted to me- go to medieval times, I just go to fucking medieval times and <laughs> eat a fucking shank of whatever. No. If I wanted to go to Westworld, I just go to Nebraska and pretend like I'm in the fucking 1800s. I want fucking orgies. I want binging and purging. I want gladiators. That's what I want. Rob? Yeah, same thing. Uh, not the gladiators, uh, but mostly the orgies. Wait, wait. You don't Are you go- afraid of the gladiators, Rob? Right. No, I don't. Well, okay, wait. Do I get to just watch the gladiators or do I become a gladiator? Well, I think I think we'd like to see you become a gladiator uh, and lose. I don't have the physique for that. Um, I can't pull off the gladiator look. Oh, I bet you can. I bet we, we, wanna, I bet no, we can I get some armor like on you Crow. and you'll look just like a gladiator. Well, I no, say we I give don't. it the old college try yeah, and just see what I really, happens. I really think All that right. you should at least explore the, the option. Okay, I will after after uh, my thirteenth orgy. Because <laughs> by that time I'm going to be raw and I'm going to need a break. Oh, gross! Like we How talk about, about a lot of things here. What about you, like, Jason? After my thirteenth orgy, I'll be raw. 
Yeah, I don't. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking Roman world too. No, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You'd go to the, you'd go to the medieval world. Why? No, just go to no, medieval no. times. Like they if, do if it wasn't, shit. If it wasn't witches. Roman world, I would definitely hit Westworld. Yeah, I'd go to Westworld over fucking medieval times. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, although, um, so in the, the hottest, in the new well, show, second hottest chick was at medieval times. Oh yeah, yes. absolutely. Oh so my God. In the new, Oops, yeah. the new HBO oh, show. That's what I called her. My wife's like, who is that? I don't know. Tits McGee. That's what, <laughs> I, that's what my wife says. She's like, who is that? And I was like, boobs McGee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Does it matter? Does she have to have a name? <laughs> Just tits McGee. Yeah. Like, so in the new one, uh, on HBO, they had what, what was it? Samurai world. Yeah, it was um, well. They also had Medieval World. In fact, I think Samurai World and Medieval World may have been like right next to each other. Okay, Ooh. yeah, but but would you if that was in the mix? Would you go there? Samurai World? Yeah. Uh, probably not. I mean, I'm I think not- you're really you're really trying to push into my you know my kinks uh, here, uh, Robin. I'm not sure that I wanted to. Well, because I know how much you enjoyed uh, Ghost of uh, Tsushima. Tsushima, yeah. Well, it depends on who said it. Very good. Very good, Robin does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would go to Samurai World before any of the others. I'm just not into I'm just not into Samurai history and, and so, Shogun history. Yeah, I'm not into that. I, I well I'm into that. I think it's fun. I think it's a I I, I like the lore. I like the, the culture. Um I like some of the women. I, it'd be a toss up for me. I think I might actually want to go to Samurai World over Roman World. Wow. So would you want to would you would you want to experience all of them or would you just keep going back to the same one like Brolin did? I'd like to experience all of them at least once and then make a decision on where you want to hang your hat for the rest of the time. Yeah, I mean it's like Disney yeah. World. I, mean, I was just going to say, that's you, you exactly go to all the like. parks but then you find your favorite parks and you hit those more often. Yeah. Right. That's why you go 5 days and not 4 days because on that 5th day you you have, you have a park hopper. So if like you want to hit Epcot and get some more poutine. Like you hit Epcot, you get some poutine, uh, you, you you drink a little bit around the world, and then that night you head back to the Magic Kingdom because your wife just wants to ride Dumbo 17 times in a fucking row before you leave. <laughs> sounds sounds like you know this from experience. Shut the fuck up, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I do. That's like it's literally, that's all she's like, I want to ride Dumbo. Dumbo's then, the only thing she wants to do. Like she She gets a little misty as we're walking out of the park. And then as we're driving away from the park the next day, like it's full on tears. I'm like, grow the fuck up. (laughs) She missed the giant elephant. Like, why are you crying? Well, no, it's a whole long story. Like when she was a kid, apparently like her parents took her to Disney world, but she doesn't remember it at all. And her family will not tell her what happened. What? Why? Yeah. It sounds like they didn't. Did she like murder somebody? I don't know. No, no, it sounds like they gaslighted her into thinking she went to Disney World (laughs) so that they could save money. Uh, That might be that might be accurate. Uh, But knowing her family, I'm guessing something traumatic happened that it wasn't she didn't do it. It was probably her parents and something traumatic happened and nobody wants to talk about it. I'm like, whatever. I don't give a shit. She loves Disney World now. Like, fucking A. Like, she just never wants to leave. It's the happiest place on earth. So did did anybody think that Pete looked like Adam Scott? Who? Pete? Pete. No, I don't think he really looked like Adam Scott. From the side? From the side, it didn't look like Adam Scott from time to time? I mean, 
No, because I don't, yeah, no, I don't think so. He was, he uh, was, he's a much smaller build than Adam Scott and Adam Scott doesn't have a really large build, but I mean, even if I'm imagining a mustache on Adam Scott, he just really doesn't look much like him. Now I, I will tell you there were a couple of times in this movie. I was like, Holy shit, that, that looks like the original number one. Uh, there were also a couple of times <laughs> yeah. in this movie <laughs> where I was like, Holy shit. That looks like the dad from eight is enough. Yeah. Uh, that looks like the King of Druidia. So yeah, there were a couple times where people look like other people, Rob, but that's because they're fucking actors and they take different parts. Uh, but no, nobody was like jumped out at me as, oh, that guy looks like so-and-so. No, I didn't. I mean, that. I could see some resemblance of Josh Brolin and uh, one of the guys in the movie. So <laughs> almost <laughs> like they're kind of related. But almost, were they? Yeah, yeah. Are they related? <laughs> oh, that's weird. Well, be Imagine damned. that. Yeah. Imagine that. Man, James Brolin just doesn't fucking change, does he? No. No, he doesn't. I mean, the guy still looks the same, almost right down to the hair. I mean, he's got a few more lines on his face, but that's about it. Uh, yeah, but Tom Cruise looks the same as he did in the 80s now. So, like, some actors just, uh, they age more gracefully. Or they're fucking vampires that are feeding on uh, people around them. That might be, too. But- that's probably it. Uh, yeah, I'm leaning towards uh, B. Yeah, vampires. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think I think you're right. I think you're onto something. We should explore that at some point. Uh, maybe on a uh, a quabble episode, episode of conspiracy yeah. theories. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which actors are vampires? There's a whole <laughs> list. Kevin Bacon. Uh, no, uh, Kevin Travolta. Bacon looks. Kevin Bacon oh, looks, looks a little road now. hard now. <laughs> he, he, he's bad. <laughs> you would look a little road hard too if you'd been living for 1,300 years. <laughs> Is that the magic number? Uh, yeah, John Travolta, uh, Tom Cruise. There's somebody else. I don't remember who, but yeah. Oh, there's John like whole... Travolta looks a little little crazy right now too. Well, I mean, he lost his wife. Yeah, and he lost his kid a and while back kid, too. his kid, yeah. yeah. Right. So, right. A guy, fuck. Might Wait, just be time to stop sucking I didn't know vampires could have kids. I don't know how this works. I don't know how yeah, vampires even works. We'll have to figure it out. Yeah, we'll have to figure it out. God, this is already a weird fucking podcast episode. It really episode. is. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> this, this is here's movie. the strange thing. This movie's not bad. I liked the movie until the end. Yeah, I did too. So let's briefly talk about the end and then we'll get into some of the effects because I think some of the effects were really, really good. Terrible. And some of the effects really didn't land. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, the end seemed <laughs> the end seemed like it was well shit. Now I've got this fucking story and I need to end it somehow, and I'm not exactly sure how to end it, which is kind of how it Let's actually put them on happened. A step. So originally, Let's put them on the stairs. <laughs> yeah. So originally, he had this fight scene between uh, uh, Peter and the gunslinger, uh, and at one point, the gunslinger was going to die by getting ripped apart by uh, on a rack. But he decided that was kind of stupid, and so he ripped that out of the script, and then we got the the ending that we got where he got lit on fire and then eventually fell off some stairs. And I, I didn't have a problem. I guess I didn't have a problem with with how the fight ended. I just think that the fight shouldn't have ended the movie. Yeah, I if mean, makes, yeah, if that makes sense, like he outsmarted the robot. Good for you. You're you're the last one on you know alive on Jurassic Park Island, Jurassic Island, whatever the fuck they call it. Like you're the last one in the amusement park. Good for you. Uh, how do you get out of there? 
like that, if they were going to end it that way, and I, I know this is probably just something that you see more in modern movies for a plethora of reasons, uh, but they should have had like, uh, you know, military coming in and, and taking over and like you see him regaling uh, the detective or, or the FBI agent or whoever with what happened. Uh, you oh, know. do like a cut, like this whole thing yeah. was a story. Like he right. was telling uh, what had happened before. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, and then, and then you see one of the robots eyes open and then. Well, it didn't it. have any eyes anymore. <laughs> well, and one, I said one of the robots, not that specific robot that face fell off. Just one of the, because the whole, the whole point of this movie is the robots turn against their masters. Right. Right. And so, you know, one of them opens their eyes because the whole thing was their batteries run down. And again, I just think that you couldn't do that then because today's technology is a lot different than technology then, which kind of went to my point with the phone. So I, this movie and script was really hampered a lot by the technology at the time, which I can see now that I'm talking it out with you two. It's like, all right, I get why they ended it that way. It's still a shitty ending. It is. But I understand why they ended it. Really? How else are you going to end it? I mean, right, right. There's nothing like there's no back then you couldn't, you know, come up with ideas or or ways for energy to kind of just last a little bit longer (laughs) or for the robots to be like, man, I should probably get some Duracells because that fucking bunny or no, the Energizer because that bunny doesn't use uh, Duracell. They need Energizer. Like, see, there's none of that. There's no lithium batteries. There's no endless energy resource. It's not like you can just fill them up with gas and pull start them. Yeah. Oh, that would have been solar would wasn't be very funny. advanced at that point either. No, no. So I don't know how you would have ended this movie. I think maybe, maybe you don't have uh, Brolin's character die, and the t- the two of them escape. I, I I think you still have Brolin's character die. I think that was kind of the shocking turning point of the movie that it, it told audiences that, oh shit, things just got real. Well, you could have had Dick Van Patten characters die, uh, characters die. Yeah, I guess you could have because he was the it, sheriff. And I guess if he was, you know, yeah, what trying happened to play to out, nobody know. He became I mean, the king of Druidia. Well, oh, that's right. <laughs> well, yeah, like that's the other thing is the one guy in uh, med- uh, medieval times that we didn't know about. And I couldn't figure out why we're seeing him other than they just really wanted to show off tits McGee. He dies. They can show him dying for no fucking reason. Well, they showed him on the hovercraft coming in and he was with his wife. What the fuck happened with his wife? I think Uh, his wife went to There was a shot of her who she had died as well. Oh, I know, but you never, you never see her or him interact with her after they get to the park. Not to, not to interrupt, but Rob, who, who is this vision? Well, you have Tits McGee. Wow. Who was she Tits was, McGee? Uh Ann Randall. She was that, uh Tits that, McGee. Uh she was a familiar. play. She was a Playboy playmate of the month in uh Miss May, yeah, in 1967. Uh, well, there you go. That's how I know her. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know her. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you... <laughs> she 10 was years quite, before your birth. Yeah, 10, wait, 10 years before. She was quite the looker. Man, and that was that was seven years before the movie. She was still quite the looker seven years later. Mm-hmm. Yep. Makes me want to invent a time travel machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like how the uh, I like how in their one of their meetings they were like, 
you know, computers made a lot of this stuff now. Yeah, we don't, we even don't know, know how, how it works. works. Yeah, <laughs> right? I mean, when what that, the hell? When, when the guy said that, my wife goes, um, they call that foreshadowing in the biz. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the guns. The guns have a sensor in them mm-hmm. that, uh, to where they will only shoot at cold stuff, right? They're right. not supposed to shoot hot-blooded things or, or warm items. Um, so how was the gunslinger able to shoot? Were, I mean, were the, guns, <laughs> were the guns networked into the computer as well? Well, they would have had to have been, right? I mean, that's why? why he wasn't able to use it at the end is because the battery... Uh, died well, on it. No, so okay, it I understand the battery is dead. That's a whole nother issue. That another question I've got for you. But I mean, so I, the, I understand the battery being dead. But but I mean, was it like Wi-Fi'd into? Uh, that that seems weird. That it would be Wi-Fi'd into a computer. So you know, you go to shoot, and it has to go talk to a computer first, and then get it back and go. Oh no, don't shoot. Why wouldn't it be built into the gun? You know, the sensors on the gun, you just say, okay, if it's over this temperature, you're, you know, don't shoot. But, but, but think of the technology of the time. So the, the local, local processing wasn't as advanced as it is now. So they may have a sensor on the gun, but it still has to talk back to the, the central processing unit because they didn't have, you know, processing units on the gun itself. The, the technology just wasn't that advanced in, in 1973 to even probably imagine that. So it would have had okay. to have been some sort of wireless communication back and forth between the 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 mainframe computer and that and that weapon. Okay. Sure. I I'll, mean all the all the robots were linked into the mainframe too. Yeah, that's true. And um, so whenever they lost control of the robots, they probably lost control of the weapons too. The weapons were just on free fire until the batteries ran out. Okay. Okay, I get you. So it couldn't it couldn't uh phone home, so it went to its normal normal function. Right. Right. You know, it's no longer a smart uh a smart gun, it's a dumb gun. It's or, a we can firearm. In, or or we can infer uh from the doors being locked and them not being able to turn the power back on once they turned the power off that the robots were in, uh, networked in with everything else. And so they could override all safety protocols, not just their own. So but you they think could it override was the safety protocols of the gun? They could override the safety protocols to keep everybody. You think in the, the room? computers? That's you think scenario. the computers took took over everything? You think the the robots took over everything? Well, they alluded to a computer yeah. virus in the movie. Well, yes, but but I I kind of assumed that that was something like the 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 virus got into the individual AI, and then they just became. Um, Free, more or right, less. But, Not that they but, had taken over everything else. But if the if the individual AI also dialed into the central computer, then the central computer would also be infected as well, right? Well, yes, I suppose. I mean, you're IT, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're talking about what? We're talking about technology. We're talking about how computers work. While we're doing that, can somebody tell me how I can set these two pictures as screensavers on my fucking computer? <laughs> yeah, we can work on it. Hold on, okay. hold on. Let me get you. Uh, let me Thanks, get you buddy. a third picture that you can. Uh, I only have two screens. Take. I want to make them wallpapers. One on each screen. Really? Eh, yeah, that's no? not. No, okay. it's not doing it for me. But I appreciate the effort. I just <laughs> thought I'd try. <laughs> Sorry. No, I said I appreciate the effort. It's a good picture. She's a handsome lady. So I, I really enjoyed Yul Brynner's 
kind of recreation of the gunslinger character that he did in the Magnificent Seven. Has anybody else seen that movie? No. Wait, was Joel Brenner the the robot? Yes. Yeah. Um, Magnificent Seven. Uh, wait, is that the one with um, uh, Denzel Washington and that's Chris, the remake? Chris yes. Pre- yeah. So I've seen that one. Okay. That was so a good movie. I like that one a lot. the The original Magnificent Seven uh, came out in the seventies. They're all basically rehashes of the Seven Samurai. Um, and Yul Brynner played the gunslinger in in that movie as well. And it was basically the s- exact same character uh, as as what he played, although he did play this one a little flatter as, as a robot. But he wore pretty much the same clothes as well. Well, there were a lot of allusions to, to uh, Westerns in this movie, right? Like, uh, oh, yeah. Like he called himself John Wayne. Like they're like, what's your name? And he said John Wayne. Was his name really John Wayne? Was that the character's fucking name? Uh, no, no. Oh, yeah. It was John something, though, right? The uh, John. No, he said John Blaine. Oh, his Blaine. His name was Blaine. I, yeah. I heard Roland's Wayne. name is. No, okay. Roland was John Blaine. <laughs> I heard oh my Wayne, God. John Wayne, and I'm like, why? What? Why would he do that? I figured that John Wayne was still alive in 73. I don't remember him dying until later. <laughs> well, that makes more sense now. All right. Yeah. Movie's totally different. Yeah, now. totally different now. Ah, I gotta go watch it again. Nah, it's a good. I, I I like this movie a lot. Also, the uh, the there was new technology that was actually used in this movie. Uh, the point of view vision that you get whenever they're looking through the eyes of the robot of Yul Brynner's character, that pixelated kind of view that you get, that was actually new technology. They had never used any kind of digitization. Uh, like that before. And for each, I think it was for each 10 seconds of film that they shot like that, it took eight hours to render. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Like if people, I'm, I'm going to assume that, that these podcasts will last forever out in the ether and somebody someday, 3000 years from now, will be listening to this and they'll be laughing and aha, they used to listen to podcasts. Now they just shoot them into our rectum and it goes up to our brain. I don't know how things will work <laughs> in the future. What the hell? Oh, but they're they're laughing at this and we're laughing at, at at that technology. I mean, you could do that on your phone now with an app that's free. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, it, yeah. But, I, I mean, it was it was 1973 and, and nobody had ever really tried to do that. They, no, they I went get to that, Initially, but, they went to JPL, like, jet propulsion laboratories to get it done and jpl wanted too much money it was going to take too much time like here's the thing right like for me a lot of the effects fell very flat just because most of them are based on technology that to us is like it's an everyday thing and in the 70s it wasn't but the one thing that really stuck out to me as far as the effects go that really kind of pissed me off. And I was like, do they really think moviegoers are that stupid? Is the very, like one of the very first scenes when they are on the hovercraft going to uh, Westworld and medieval world and the, like they're going to the hub, right? Mm-hmm. Outside you see, you see the green screen. It probably wasn't a green screen. It was probably uh, uh, like a screen they were pulling yeah, it was just a projector was screen projector, probably. Yeah, or, yeah. right and it's bouncing up and down and left and right and everything else right because it's a, it's a bumpy terrain 
Well, because when they filmed it, they were probably in a regular car. Or they vehicle. were probably in a regular, right, and then it, but inside, nothing was moving. Right. Yeah. Like, how hard is it to get some guys to just kind of shake the fucking whatever uh, prop they're in, whatever vehicle they're in, and just get like three or four guys to just everyone's, you know, they're bouncing around a little bit. There was none of that. Like, I was just like, this, it doesn't, it, it didn't compute with me in my brain area. <laughs> like, some, one of these things is off. And it was that outside was moving up and down and around and inside was static. Yeah, well, they were supposed to be in a hovercraft, which would have been a, a smoother ride anyway. But I, yeah, okay, but not I think that's smooth. I don't know. It's that supposed to be smoother, futuristic. That was smoother than opening up a new jar of fucking Skippy. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> it shouldn't have been that smooth. All right. You are a master of metaphors. I am. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I think the. I don't know if, if um, like gimbal cams or or. If, if cameras that were able to shock absorption cameras were available in 1972 look, or 73 they on the starship enterprise when like they were hit by a photon fucking torpedo. I know, but I think the whole point of the, the vehicle was it was supposed to be futuristic. I mean, a hovercraft, I guess back in 1973 was futuristic. It's not really futuristic now or even in the eighties. I mean, we had, well, I'm just we saying, had like, GI Joe toys that were hovercrafts in the 80s. So nobody has made a vehicle that is buttery smooth on, on that kind of train. Nobody. And we're, we're 50 years removed from that movie. Nobody has. Like, I'm just saying that I get what they were trying to do. It just doesn't work. Yeah. One of the things that didn't work for me were some of the kind of low tech special effects that they, they tried like the leads in that one robot's head where they just scotch taped some like RCA <laughs> cables yeah. to his, to his forehead. That didn't really work for me. Um, some of the, the blood effects I think they did didn't really oh work God. for me, but I was going to ask is, was was it were like the, the squibs that they used in the seventies just filled with ketchup? Yeah, I don't know, but I'm, I'm wondering uh, if maybe that was the high def, kind of remaster on this if maybe the the contrast on that on that red was brought out a like little hot bit more sauce to me you yeah know, like it was Frank's it was way too red something. and but i wonder was, if maybe the color thick. correction was was off it was, it was too thick to be hot sauce like what kind yeah. of hot sauce did they have in the 70s it was like cool Tabasco? you know what it was probably caro uh, syrup and uh, red food dye well that's that's what they normally use for blood yeah Although well, it, Alfred Hitchcock it, used uh, Hershey's syrup in Psycho for blood. Because it was black and white and it didn't right, matter. Right. Yeah, I'm just saying it didn't it didn't work. It didn't look good. It looked No, very- no. But I mean the other effects worked out really well. So I mean it's it's kind of a wash on those. I think like they, if the if the robots would have just had that kind of blood coming out of them, and then you start to see the blood uh, from uh, Brolin's character come out, and it's it, and it's a deeper, a different darker. color. Yeah, right. It's then blood. you could go. All right, I get it now. That's not blood. That's whatever lubricant they use to make Mister Data fucking move around. And instead, it's not like everybody's got the same blood, and it's just like, oh, this is stupid. I want to know why they made their robots out of gasoline because Joel Brenner's character lit up like a fucking Roman candle whenever he was touched with a torch. Well, I don't, I don't know if you know this, but back in the 70s, they thought that fossil fuels were going to last forever. 
And mm-hmm. so they just figured we'd find ways to like use up the fossil fuels. Now that we're all running around on hovercraft that are so yeah. smooth, <laughs> it had to be electric. Yeah. Maybe. Makes sense. And I didn't like the, I didn't like the very end where he rescued what's her face from the dungeon and then tried to give her a drink. And she just, Oh my um, God. I, this is what she, I said. Yeah. I looked at my wife. I'm like, check her hands, check yeah, her hands, yeah. check her hands. Yeah. Like, why are you not check? Cause uh, for those of you that aren't going to watch this movie and I don't blame you if you don't, although it is a good movie, uh, like the whole, that's the only way you could differentiate between human and robot is they couldn't get the hands right on a robot. So they were like lumpy or liney or something. Yeah. They had like, like they had rings they had on them or something. Rings yeah. around the joints of the fingers. Yeah. 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 So I was well, like, what, what I didn't get is how did. does, how, how did she short circuit? I mean, well, you can't water during, electronics IT. They don't go together. No, 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 Gunslinger no, 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 drank whiskey earlier. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You saw, you saw uh, uh, Marjorie Barrett. You know, Majel, yeah, Majel, Majel. Yeah. Sorry, Marjol? she, she, uh, shut Jeez, up. Jeez, Rob, you got to fucking turn she, in your uh, sci-fi card. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she drank, uh, every, you know, the, the Roman people okay, were look. drinking medieval look. world. They were all drinking. Yeah. That's that really one didn't point. make sense. That's a really good point. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me now at all. Yeah. I, no, I, it doesn't, does it? And, and that if, makes if, it even dumber. And, why, and like, on they, top of that, the gunslinger was walking through water. Yeah. So, yeah. if, I mean, if, if they crumble like the fucking Wicked Witch of the West whenever they touch water, it, it doesn't make sense. That 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 mm. part of the movie was really stupid. Like I said, the, the ending didn't didn't function for me. It didn't it didn't work. It was like, oh, we got to end this movie. Let's just. Yeah. The end. Like, how well is this movie received? Like, was it like were people like this is a good movie? You should go watch it. Um, That's a good question. Let's do a little more research on the fly here. What does this what like what does this have on Rotten Tomatoes? Are people like ah, oh, you know what? It doesn't really hold up. It's still because it's a fun ride. Like it is a fun ride. It has an eighty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. based on forty yeah. reviews. Yeah. Forty reviews. That's it. This movie's been around almost fifty years, and you motherfuckers can't do more. I like. I'm not going to go do a review. I'm yelling at you, fucks. Go do a goddamn <laughs> review. So it, I mean, it, it was, was enough a, to get a sequel. It was right? a, yeah, it was a box office uh, success. Budget of one point two million dollars, which was even back in the seventies, was a low uh, budget for a sci-fi movie. Um, and it made ten million in the box office, so it made its money back and then some. That's like one billion dollars today. Uh, not quite that much, but yeah, it's it's quite a bit. Yeah, it's quite, yeah, it's, it's still a chunk of change. So I, I think it's a good movie. If you haven't seen it, I honestly, I would invite you to go watch it. The ending kind of sucks. Just know that it sucks going into it. I, I mean, you know how it ends. So, but everything in between is really good. I think it's a good story. I think it's got solid characters. I think it's got a good plot. Like you said, the pacing is good. The music is very 70s esque, which reminds me of when I was a kid. Uh, I couldn't figure out why in uh, medieval times everybody had 70s haircuts. But then I remembered the last time I was at medieval times, everybody had 90s haircuts. <laughs> so watch this movie. It's not bad. Yeah, it really is. Rob, you got final thoughts? Uh, I had I had one other. I had another question. Um, how How do you have heated footsteps on brick walkways? That's a that's a question we shouldn't ask. I mean, that's that's movie magic, Rob. Okay. And then on top of that, how does a robot programmed for a Western era uh, amusement park know what a water faucet is and low batteries? 
All right. So again, they become self-aware, Rob. I know you have not yet become self-aware and we're hoping <laughs> at some point your balls drop and you figure it out. But until that happens, like just so, know that the robots became self-aware. They were able to tap into the mainframe and they suddenly knew everything because we're assuming this was in the future, which meant the internet existed so they could just tap okay. into everything. And yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Fine. They read Whatever. Wikipedia, holder of all knowledge. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that they did. I am some too. Strange things on Wikipedia. Holder of all knowledge. All right, James, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Is this romp in sci-fi Western Westworld more sci-fi than 112263? Uh, all right. So in, uh, uh, we'll just start with Westworld. In Westworld, uh, the, the 1973 uh, edition, there's Tits McGee. There are orgies. Mm, it's uh, there's McGee is uh, medieval. Rob, <laughs> shut up. Uh, there's uh, there's a queen who likes to cheat on her husband. There's a bunch of whores everywhere, including the queen of whores, Majel Barrett. Uh, in uh, 112263, uh, there's a fucking closet in a diner. Yes, fucking Westworld. <laughs> more sci-fi than 112263. Rob, you got a haiku for us this week? You know I do, unlike James having Nobody for me. knows to what you're referring to, I asshole. Know. This is so a this is a teaser for later. Fucking, just read your stupid fucking shit. Let's go. All right. Uh Vacation for Everyone is what this is titled. Just a grand a day, you can be a real cowboy and then killed for free. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good, Rob. Yeah. Well done. Clever. Well done. Yeah. yeah. Very He's clever. got awards this week. I do. Yep. Rob, who's got your uh, Black Lung Award? Um, I gave my Black Lung Award to the Starfleet computer for smoking and running a whorehouse. <laughs> okay, James. <laughs> She's also the original number one. All right. Let's just. Well, I know, but okay. Starfleet computer sounded funnier. Yeah, it did sound funnier. Uh, you know, give, the computer yeah. and an Android. It, yeah. Yeah. No, I got you. Yeah. Uh, Are you done? I am. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna get mine. Some would say that it might be a little <laughs> apropos. Mm -hmm. Brolin's dad, but I am not that somebody for smoking a cigar. Uh, every chance he got, at a boy. Yeah, mine's gonna go to Brolin the Elder as well because he he had like at least three cigars in the movie that I counted. At least. Yeah, and there was only one continuity error that I caught which was the very first time they were at the uh, uh, the saloon. And he turned, like, when he was facing the bartender, the cigar was lit. When he turned around, uh, it was not lit. Well, that was a new <laughs> and, one. No. And then when he turned back around to face the bar, it was miraculously lit again. So, <laughs> All right, James, who's got your head lush? Uh, my head lush is going to go... To literally everyone in this fucking movie for drinking. Everyone in Westworld was drinking. Everyone in Roman world was drinking. And everyone at medieval times was drinking. They all drank. And they all drank a lot. So robots, humans, they all get it. 
All right, Rob. Giving it to Pete for just enjoying a good whiskey while the bar fight was happening. They all in like everybody was enjoying whiskey while well, the bar I fight was happening. I understand that, but I was just trying to pick one person and not everybody in the entire movie because that's a cop out. That's not a cop out. No cop out. <sighs> all right, so mine's going to go to uh, both Pete and um, John uh, because yeah, the one of the first things that they did was order whiskey, and and I guess neither one of them had have, had had bad whiskey before, and so they. Choked that up, and then uh, the the night of the bar fight, they had drank so much that they passed out on the barroom floor and woke up with huge hangovers the next day. So they're getting my head lush. All right, Rob, who's got your player? Uh, I gave it to the dude in Medieval World uh, for going from the queen to the handmaiden. Of course, he struck out, but you know he thought he had enough game to go from the queen to the handmaiden. He was just making the rounds. Well, to be fair, he did have enough game. It was that the, the robots were going crazy because they were programmed to just let anybody fuck them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So even somebody with your kind of game could have gotten laid. Uh, hence why I'm going to Roman world. All right, <laughs> <laughs> James. Uh, my uh, uh, player award goes to Janet Lane. I know both of you are going, who the fuck is Janet Lane? Literally three minutes into the movie, uh, the reporter is asking people, where did you come from? Like, which world did you visit? And he, this middle-aged woman is like, my name is Janet Lane, and I went to Roman world because of the men. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Who was that reporter? He looked familiar. What has he been in? Uh, Tom Brokaw? (laughs) That was not Tom Brokaw. Koppel. Ted Koppel. It was not Ted Koppel. Wolf Blitzer. Sam Donaldson. Oh, my God. <laughs> Barbara Walters. It was indeed Barbara Walters. You've nailed are you, it. <laughs> are you doing research on the fly to find out who the reporter was? Yeah, because that's now bugging he wants me now. To know. I don't even see his ass listed, so I don't know. Well, that's because you're not supposed to be looking for his ass. You're supposed to be looking for his name. Well, now oh, I want to give my player award. Is that how this award. fucking work? Yeah, now yep. I want to give my player award to Jason for looking it for his ass. Yeah, there you go. Fair Who's enough. got your player award, Jason? Um, so my player award is going to go to Tits McGee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, she's fucking, she is a smoke show. It was, you know, gonna, it was, I, I was kind of split between uh, uh, Tits McGee and the Black Knight because the Black Knight was giving that dude the fuck me eyes, but it's going to go to Tits McGee. Yeah, right? So Tits yeah. McGee is the second hottest woman uh, in this in this movie. The first hottest woman was the chick who had no speaking parts and just took uh, the tray of food to Pete while he was in jail. Uh, they had a stick of dynamite in it. Yes. That, yeah. Oh, she was yeah. hot too. Oh, my yeah. God. I, 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 I called her uh, a Pocahontas because she was in Indian garb. I don't know if that was her name. I don't know a lot of indigenous American names. Pocahontas is probably the only one that I do know. And so that's what I called her. And I was like, she is the hottest. And my wife hit me and she's like, you can't say that. (laughs) I go, which part? Like she's the hottest one in this movie or the Pocahontas part. I don't know her name. What do you just want me to say hot lady? And then my wife just ignored me for the rest of the night. As she probably should have. All right, James, who's got your purple hippo? Uh, My purple hippo is going to go to the director and the screenwriter who both looked at the end of this movie and said, yep, this is how we're going to end it. (laughs) 
Well, the director and screenwriter were the same person. So, well, that makes sense. Then that would make sense why he thought it was a good idea. Cause nobody was going, eh, maybe we should do this. All right, Rob. Yeah. Mine's going to the writers for thinking, uh, enhanced vision meant large pixels. Well, back then it did. <laughs> there was nothing enhanced about that. It was just blobs. It was, but I mean, that was, that was the kind of fidelity you got back in 1973, man. Uh, they had, uh, they had uh, the FLIR thing going on, the heat infrared vision. Yeah. Good yeah. for them. Yeah. The enhanced vision was terrible. All right. So my purple hippo is going to go to, uh, James Brolin's character, uh, John, uh, for, you know, having a hangover and just wanting to kill the gunslinger quick so you can go nurse your fucking hangover and then getting shot. That's got to be a fucking head trip. I not not expecting, easy. not expecting to get shot because you figure you're safe in an amusement park. I thought it was going to be the opposite. I thought it was going to be Pete that got shot. And so I was a little shocked when Brolin got shot. Yeah. I mean, that, that really Didn't is see kind that of twist. Did you? Yeah. I mean, you would figure Brolin would be more the main, of the leading man. Yeah, the kind main, of, yeah, the leading man would uh, would survive. Not well, he uh, was like he was the whole like the whole movie. He was the leading man until he died, and they were like, "No, nah, no, we're gonna hand it off to Pete. This isn't a, a a marathon. It's a it's a fucking relay race." Didn't make sense. All right, well, uh, it is time to pick our next title. So who's uh, picking the number? Who's telling me when to stop? I'll pick the number. Rob, what? I guess that means you're telling me when to stop. So, James, uh, what's your number? Uh, what year was she Miss May? 67. 67, that's my number. All right, Rob, tell me when to stop. I don't hear any clicking. Rob. Keep, keep clicking. Oh, for fuck's sake. Keep going. I hate you, I'm Rob. I'm not there yet. I, I'm not there let yet. Rob do this part. I'm not I there know. yet. I, I don't know. I like Because I, you won't let me do both parts. All right, go ahead and stop. Oh, we got to pick again. So this is a series. It took you yeah, that but- long to figure out that was a series, Rob. I hate keep you. going. Keep clicking. Keep clicking, and stop. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> it's another Sounds series, good. and it's the what Westworld the series this time. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> <so funny. laughs> All right, keep going. Keep keep clicking. I can hear it. All right, oh, go ahead and stop. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Another series. Nope. Maybe we need to. All right. So next week scheme. we will be reviewing the movie where a nameless drifter dons a postman's uniform and a bag of mail as he begins a quest <laughs> to inspire hope to the survivors living in a post-apocalyptic America. Oh, yeah. Starring oh, and directed yay. by Kevin Costner and has Will Patner and Lorenz Tate. This oh, is. Postman. I'm busy next week. 1997's The Postman. I'm washing my hair. <laughs> I'm doing my nails. I won't be able to watch this movie and or review it. Nope. Uh, I think I have appendicitis. I can't. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure you'll be fine by next no. week. Yeah, no, they yeah. No, they, they take they care take, of it's. Yeah. It's a laparoscopic surgery now. They go in. They no, rip I, that I, shit I say out. Appendicitis. I meant. <laughs> I meant. Uh, I've got something's wrong with my prostate. Well, oh, that's even better. They'll that just right stick out. their yeah. yeah. They'll just stick their finger <laughs> yeah. up your ass and hot, give you some pills, and you'll be you'll be fine. 
Uh, well, well, we'll see what the doctor says. You're getting uh, a vasectomy I, that week, aren't you? I have uh, I have poured bleach in my eyes. <laughs> so that I don't all right, that's all we've story. got for this week. Our intro and outro music is "Welcome Home" by Cambo. Pod crawl music is "Snack Mix" by Machete. If you like the show, world. please rate and review us on iTunes. You hey, can leave us feedback on our Discord like channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at status underscore podcast or email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. And make sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. This is all Rob's fault. For this week, I'm Jason. So, I just realized I don't want to be the tech that is responsible for cleaning up the robots at Orgy World. Speaking of Orgy World, Rob, this woman was in Playboy, and yet I only have three pictures of you, and only one of them is topless. What is the problem? We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, so God, now the the picture got me distracted. I don't know where I was gonna go. I was, I was just I was just looking at the picture. I wasn't gonna say anything else. I'm just gonna look at this picture for the next twenty minutes. <laughs>